Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have with us nearly our entire party off the break, which is nice. Uh, although we're down our rogue, played uh, Farong, played by uh, Devin. So, we have our bard. Uh, that's me, Austin, playing L. Our fighter. That's me, Jeff Blanger. Our warlock. Uh, it's me, Jesse, playing Valandess. And our artificer. Hey guys, it's Dylan, playing Boomer. Is it artificer or artificer? Do you think that the tip I, I think it's artificer. Yeah? Why well, said artificer? Like, oh, I always thought of right. artificer. Yeah, artificer, artificer sounds right. Yeah, artificer sounds kind of like if you were to say, like, philosophizer, but it's art instead of philosophy. Whatever. Just, let's just Whatever. go Tinker Boy. Just R.T.I. Yeah. Fiker. Yeah. I'm going to call you an artificist. I'm a tinker boy. He's tinker tot. I, I'm the one that I'm a arts. tinker man. I am the one who tinkers. I'm the one. Yeah, I'm the one who tinkers. <laughs> oh no, that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 borderline. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that, that's that's uh, that's L's thing. Actually, Ooh, question about the artificer class. Sure. Can we get a clockwork dog? Um, actually, uh, I think it's level five. You get the mechanical pal. Level six. Um, I'm not sure that you can put it in the form of a dog, but I also don't remember how free you are with it. So all it says is, is I have to have a CR of one, so one or less. So a dog could be functional. It it says that I can make it look whatever I want, okay. but as long as it has a CR of one or less. Gotcha. Like he doesn't have to do anything. He I just want a dog. Yeah, basically. Uh, I was actually going to make an owl and be like Clash of the Titans, the original version. Right, with the unnecessary robot owl. Yeah, the unnecessary robot. Um, I can deal with that, though. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I can. That thing was a fucking... I hated that thing so much. Don't worry, guys. We'll, 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 have a, we'll have a meeting about it and decide what we want it to look like. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll meet in Discord. Like, cool, like <laughs> that shitty movie. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Sweet. Uh, focus up. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is not some freeform Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is uh, a slightly less freeform Dungeons & Dragons campaign podcast. Wow, this is what keeps people coming back, man. That's definitely yeah. true. I think the idle banter is definitely an alluring part of this. Um, okay, so uh, last we left off, you guys had just been rejuvenated by the obvious restorative magics from the Triton Princess royalty, whatever the hell she is. I don't believe she's actually given her uh, status away. Um, that would probably be a good question for the bard. Did, did she tell you much about herself? Um, sorry, I missed the name of the person you're talking about. The Triton woman in the palace. Oh, she did. She, uh, let's say she didn't. Alright. Uh, but she came out after the Romoraz battle and displayed the ability to cast at least some very rudimentary uh, restorative magic um, as she mended your guys' wounds, in addition to Doban. Um, but yeah, you guys, I assume, after you know pulling yourselves mentally together quickly after being physically pulled back together, uh, any special activities before you rest in this under this rock shelf on your way up the mountain to the monastery? 
uh, Jaren's going to ask Boomer to take a look at his chain mail because teeth went through it. Yeah, Boomer's going to recollect himself quickly um, because he saw his life flash before his eyes. Um, and he's going to you know, go back to not only what he was going to do before this thing attacked, was, which was mending the cart, but he'll fix any other problems that anybody else has. Since I wasn't here, um, what is her current status with uh, Triton Lady that I can't remember the name of? Have we lost face? Um, I mean, oh, I guess some things that you guys learned during the battle. Uh, sure. You learned that the guards that handle her palanquin are not human. Um, okay. I don't remember what happened to trigger that realization, but I remember uh, she was using the uh, move move Earth spell to uh, to fix them. them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, they weren't bothered by the searing blood. Yeah, yeah. At least outwardly. Yeah, she had she she uh, cast stone shape to mend her her guards rather than a heal spell. Okay. Um. So they they not human. Yeah, they're they're not humans. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, you guys were commended by her. Like she, a pre, she clearly uh, was impressed to a degree with what you guys were capable of doing. Cool. Uh, cool. Plus, we gave her your wine, so she's like happy about that. Yeah. So. I didn't. Darren did. That's true. Yeah, he wouldn't have hit it either. He would have just been like, hey, I'm doing this now. Yeah. This is a good idea. So being gracious to your uh, your host of some sort of regality is probably a good call. Yeah, it's, it's a better call than having fine wine. It's, it's not like you can't buy more. That's not where we are. The Alright, so um, you guys uh, move on, I assume, the next morning. Yeah. Yep. There is nothing really uh, hazardous in your way other than just simply the terrain. Oh, uh, quick question, Kenny. Sure. The scales on this on the monster. Is there any way we could take those off and put them on the cart to, like, stop the wind and the howling cold? So you want to take the scales of a Remoraz and use it to uh, insulate your your cargo or to insulate yeah. your, your um to insulate the cart. You know what? Let's let's say that with a between if you guys can show me a competent Strength check, uh, wisdom check, and intelligence check. Um, I will say that you guys can pull, like, sort of carve and, and, and rob the corpse with the materials to do that. But can you attach him in one night? No. It would take at least two days to do that. That's fine. Uh, Gaharan, hey, bud. Um... Can you go over there and rip some of them scales off? I need them, or at least cut them off. I need them at least the size to, to fit this here cart. I'll have you roll the strength roll, if that's cool. 
I will assist Geheron to give him advantage. Um, do you have proficiency in strength saves? Me or Geheron? Uh, you. No, I do not. Then you cannot assist. Oh, fair. Alright, Geheron, do you want to go ahead and give us a strength check? You're muted, buddy. I don't know if you know that. Oh, yeah, that would explain that. Yeah, there um, you go. Garen would have motioned the warlock away and say, no worries, I have this, and would have gotten some tools. And uh, I just rolled a nat 20. Alright. <laughs> That'll so, do it. Uh, maybe it's because at some point in your life, you uh, showcasing to your friends in the mercenary uh, army, you once filleted a giant fish and for some reason or another, this this motion is very similar to that, and you're able to lop quite eloquently with your weapon uh, sizable swaths of this thing's hide. Uh, Karen would stand there, his work done, and would look very pleased with himself, and kind of open his hands in like a, what do you think, boys gesture? <laughs> Valen will give him a, a little golf clap. Oh yeah, uh, there's going to be high fives all around. Yeah, that's all he really wants. Uh, you said a wisdom throw? Yeah, a wisdom and an int throw. Oh, Jesus. I could go and tell him. I got plus two to wisdom, so we'll give that a shot. Alright. Well. Uh. What'd you get for in, uh, intelligence? I'll roll it right now. Not bad. That would be a 22. And what uh, was, what was wow. the wisdom? Wisdom was a 10. Okay. Um, so, uh, Valen sort of puts his mind to, or his, uh, his common sense, rather. Um, you're not exactly a woodsman, and you've not tanned many things, but... No. You know people who did know how to do that shit. So you've seen them work in the past. And you know that you're not supposed to keep too much of the underneath of a carapace attached to the carapace when you're going to repurpose that carapace. So you point out to uh, the stronger wrist and shoulder of Geheron what parts to sort of remove from the back of the carapace so that you have uh, just enough to, to tan the underneath of the plates. To keep them uh, watertight. Um, it's not a pretty job, but it's functional. And then, uh, sort of after, a, let's say that you guys used most of this evening to do this. Um, and uh, so, so you don't actually end up putting any of the carapace on your 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 cart yet, but you do manage to uh, extract the raw material, sinew, muscle, fiber and carapace that you will need um, and, you know, set the sinew to, to, what's the word, to cure by hanging it on racks uh, so you can use it as, like, strong string to lace through the carapace and to the frame of the, the cart um, and through the intelligence save or uh, check from Boomer, um, you start mapping out how you're going to have to lay this carapace on to make it functional. Uh, 
And in addition to that, um, even though pretty quickly after the Remoraz died, you noticed the sort of flames in its belly went out, you found a gland through one of the deep cuts that Geheran's weapon made, and you find one of the glands that sort of fuels that um, hot, sort of high-temperature system and set to sort of smear a substance that you've concocted um, with some parts of your brewer's kit to uh, sort of perp, like c- cause the inside of the carapace to continuously exude a mild amount of heat. This mixture, All right. to, to, to make enough nice. of this mixture, um, oh, you guys are level four. Yes. Uh, to make enough of this mixture to actually use it effectively for the entirety of the cart will take about a week. Um, but it'll only take a couple of evenings of handwork to get this rig attached. So yeah, All you right. guys go full fucking Monster Hunter for a night. Hell yeah! Fucking awesome. That is actually my fetish. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. Yeah. Says the 300 hours I have in it. Yeah, right? What a good Uh, fucking game series. 210. 210. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um... Also, you know, fuck it. uh, Briefly, uh, shout-outs to the Monster Hunter game series. If you... Are listening right. to this fucking De- yeah, Dragons, yeah. Dragons campaign, and you've never heard of Monster Hunter? Uh, it's a Capcom video game series, and I know it's not their most popular uh, series because they did um, what's it called? The guys that fight in the street. Anyway, Street Fighter. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. that's, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh, it's probably one of my favorite Capcom series of games. Like Monster Hunter is very good shit. Um, Where would you kill? And there's a new one coming up for PC. I know. I'm so stoked. World. Yeah. It's an RPG to end all RPGs. It's a hope you like grinding. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, grind. all the time. It, 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 hey, it's my favorite app. So. <laughs> oh. Anyway, oh. <laughs> I like that your anyway. wife. We can hear your wife in the back room. You're like, you like grinder? Whatever. Um, wow, sweetie. They could hear you. Yes, we're playing. We've been playing for a while. Jesus. <laughs> I am not. That's marriage. I'm not editing this out. <laughs> Good. <laughs> anyway, Make our podcast great again. Yeah. Wait. Well. Um. So, uh, it's the next morning. Um. After a uh, uh, cold, but you know, altogether not the worst breakfast. Um. You guys head up north the mountain again. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Um. Hey, okay. I'm on the way, uh, now I'm going to ask Jovan if there's um, anything they should know about um, the, the, the wing crystal, uh, if there's anything in specific. Uh, the fire crystal had some very specific challenges and some specific things that they needed to do, and um, he's obviously very close to that crystal. Yeah. So Doban tells you more about the ritual that you will all have to perform for the wind crystal. Um and sort of goes in a little more in depth about, you know, instead of the, the the fire crystal, you guys are all just handed like a fucking piece of papyrus with some words to say. Um, Doban goes into it a little bit more in depth and, and says, well, there's actually some alchemical ingredients 
that you guys are going to have to use to draw a, a sort of um, circle of enchantment uh, for, for this to even work. Um, he mentions that he has he has prepared a satchel with nearly all of these ingredients. Uh, and as he sort of um, absentmindedly motions towards the palanquin that's following you, he says, it is no mere coincidence that we bumped into that woman of the sea. Uh, Valen's eyes will grow wide and say, well, do we need pieces of her? We will need a swath of her scales. Ooh. Oh. So that, will she that like... thing that we can just ask for? I have not dealt much with the people of the oceans, for their ways are wide as the blue water is. But I do know that their scales are much akin to our skin or fur, should we have. And while it might not bring them grievous harm to remove it, it will not be pleasant. And someone who fancies their scales as much as she does, or at least I imagine does, it would be a, oh, what is the words? A rough sell. Well, it can't hurt to triton. Well, uh, there's a few ways to go about this, obviously. Um, we can just take it, but we have to kill animated Earth guards. Yeah, man, they ain't a human. I can promise you that. I don't yeah, fancy fighting I, four golems. I don't see what she did, and it ain't human. Now, we could always give up a couple extra bottles of um, fancy fancy wine. And, I know where they are, Darren uh, says take advantage of some dulled senses. Uh, they won't appreciate it, which might end up in fighting animated Earth people anyway. But, um, or we could oh, just... I say Garen would get weird or interject and say, why don't we just get weird and ask politely? That's all you. Yeah, we could ask, or maybe we could send uh, OL over there to do her a couple of uh, favors, if you know what I'm saying. I, I, don't. I, I second the motion to whore out our bard. I think you should make a part of your thing and just get get pieces of it. Yeah. We yeah. believe in you, buddy. I don't I know what you think my dick can do, but it can't pull pieces of skin off of her and need it in your course. What mean, do they teach you in Bardic College? Seriously. What do they teach you about Bardic College? Bardic College is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to nip that in the bud right now. <laughs> Garen doesn't know that. He's from a small town along the forest. It, w it wouldn't be one of our sessions if we didn't try to shoehorn something into your world. <laughs> well, the problem is that when you shoehorn shit into my fucking setting, most of the time I'm like, okay, that's either A, funny, or B, inventive enough and cool. Um, I don't know. Like, fuck it. Let's take the rails for a second. Um, I always thought it was really weird that something as whimsy and fanciful as oral tradition in the form of bards was like in Skyrim reduced to oh they just went to a school. I mean they gotta learn yeah. that sweet penny whistle. My heart will go on somewhere. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know. It just seems like 
it's it's a very inorganic way to teach that skill set in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just being Miley. <laughs> well, no, let's talk about this. Uh, let's let's take a let's have a one on one here between uh, DM and Bard. Um, how do you think the Bards of Yalzar come into their own? Uh, going to Bardic College doesn't actually fit with this character's background. I didn't write that in anywhere. He got um, his Bardic GED. Sure. <laughs> um, I think Bard being can work as either something that is taught or, well, I, I guess it kind of depends on how you want to insert the Bardic magic into your world, because like either it's something that you can just like, you know, it's sorcerer style where you can just sort of do it because right. of your soul and like sing or whatever, or it's something that can be taught. Well, I imagine that it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, but much sure. like how, um, much how like you you take like the like let's talk about divine magic for a second. Like you got how druids deal with divine magic and how like clerics and paladins deal with divine magic. Like mm-hmm. druids sort of commune with nature and like pull the energy out of the fucking ground and the trees and just the life around them and manipulate it into powerful forces. Whereas clerics and paladins sort of pull sort of uh, uh, a divine fervor from either straight up, like from the pocket of their deity who bequeaths that power to them or, you know, simply pulls the magical energies, how we're not going to get into how fucking magic works, but like, you know, wherever the fuck the magic comes from and sort of channels it into, well, in the name of my God, I'm going to will this to happen. Right. I kind of imagine that bards sort of because again, like for me, um, mythologically speaking, bards have always been kind of a more whimsy uh, side of magic, which is normally mm-hmm. very ordered. Like you, you have to draw the circle perfect, and it has to be made out of pure salt. And if you make a bad angle, you're gonna summon the wrong demon, and like all that kind of shit. Like it's normally super orderly. I kind of imagine that bards are like almost closer to fey magic than anything else. Like, okay. you know, a fairy enchants somebody by singing a song of sweet nothings and lulls them to sleep or lulls them to like them or something like that. I always kind of imagined that music sort of plays with the ebb and flow of magical energies and sort of through proper cadences of voice and song and string and everything else instead of, like, calling to God like a cleric does, you call to rhythm. Like, as if rhythm was a, was a god sort of thing. Gotcha. But I don't know how to actually take that sort of world-building concept and be like, oh, well, El met an old guy who sung a really pretty shanty and saw his first glimpse of magic in that and, you know, sat on right. the pier. Right. Yeah, I think likening them to the sorcerer uh, is pretty apt yeah. because they just have inherent magical abilities that they need to hone, but they can do that either on their own or possibly with the help of someone who noticed that, hey, they sing real good. Things happen when they happen to open their mouths, so maybe we should nurture this or try to structure it yeah. so they don't blow themselves up. <laughs> nah, man, music is magic. Yeah, that just music itself. You gotta tap into it. 
and only certain people with the music in their souls can tap into it. But you well, forgot okay, to be so, good. Music's so in the hearts. Sorry, Al, go ahead. Often this is kind of suggesting that uh, no bardic college. Yeah, definitely. Which is, okay. That does um, somewhat, I don't know, not interfere, but it, it has, it doesn't exactly jive with the class. The class has written in the fifth handbook. Yeah, but honestly, you can, take the, you can take the noun of like college of war and college of war like, you can just take the college noun and make it, like, path, or, uh... Right. Is there, like, a one-word yeah. descriptor for, like, a songbook or anything like that? Anyway, uh, it, it's, it's, not, it's really not important. It's more of a nuanced thing, but... Sure. I don't know. That's something I want you to chew on as a player, um, Thatch. If you could uh, think, yeah. of, think about how bards interact with the magic... Yeah, something we can talk about later. Maybe if we ever like have a session sort of dedicated to your character, um, something we could explore. Because I, I, I'd like that. I, I think you're the first bard in this setting to be played. Um, oh, that's not true. I had a guy named Ari who played a bard in one of my campaigns in this setting, and yeah, but he was bad. He was not bad. He was great. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, talk to me now. I'm a better bard than you. I don't know, man. Ari fucking took, like, laminated cards and wrote lyrics for every spell in his spellbook. Yeah, but did he fuck a succubus? Oh, no, he didn't fuck a succubus. And the reason why is because he was dedicatedly married. Awesome. Also, by the way, you didn't fuck a succubus either. The succubus fucked you. There's a difference, bud. There, there's a little, bit of, a little bit of a point there. But anyway, anyway. I don't... Hmm. Then you almost died. You did almost die from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Snuggle you back to life. Alright, I mean, let's be real. I survived having sex with succubus at level fucking three. Let's, uh, yeah, let's... I mean, we're, we're all fucking impressed. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, you survived. <laughs> Unlike those just... partners. Although oh, there, are... Oh. there aren't shirts for that, though. There are, Wait, I am, survived. I, am I an incubus then? Maybe. Do you take your toes into the sand? Alright, I took the rails away, I'm putting them back down. Let's get back on it. <laughs> Alright, so rewinding to before somebody said something about the party college, because that doesn't exist. Oh, Garen was telling Al that he should go ask her for her scales. Barring that, he'll do it himself. Yeah, because you have the... Buddy, you got the best rapport with her. I mean, you should go and at least ask. I, I can I certainly go. Pay I can she ask. Maybe she okay. Brief technical difficulties. Uh, yes. But, okay, so it sounds like the party wants to push the bard and his uh, silver tongue on this triton woman to get her scales. Do you guys want to try and go for that now or later? One well, might as well. Uh, better, better now than later. Yeah, better a silver tongue than a silver blade, I say. She's going to want us to get this orb back for sure. That's for damn sure. Uh, all right, well, I can go have a chat with her. I can't imagine we're going to convince her to undergo surgery. Although, maybe if she wants this orb bad enough. Do you need an escort, Karen would say, looking to Yes. <clears throat> all right. Um, yeah, you follow the board then. 
Okay, so you, you two walk over to the palanquin. Mm-hmm. Um, it It is not risen. It's still on the ground, so the, the guards are standing there with their shields and swords drawn, uh, as they always have whenever the palanquin is not in their hands. Um, they do not make any aggressive sort of gesturing towards you as you approach, um, almost as if they're just standing on perfect guard rather than uh, towards you all. Karen would pipe up and say, at least I know it wasn't me. That's why they won't talk to me. Oh, that's right. There, uh, there was a little no. cute session that where multiple people like walked up to the guards and was like, hey, how are you guys? And there was just like nothing. I thought, thought maybe I had some in my teeth. Oh, <laughs> don't worry about it, friend. You're just as charming as I am in Europe. That's horrifying for all of us. All right, so you you two stand before the palanquin door. Yes. Uh, L uh, motions to the guards who we now know is aren't human. Sort of asks, uh, I seek an audience with your lady. That's all right. Uh, you hear a few footsteps um, on the other side of the door, uh, to which the sort of like slide opens, and you see part of the face of the um, human manservant that you've dealt with in the past, who seems a bit, a bit snively. And he looks and goes, an audience? What for? Well, we have, uh, me and my friends, that is, have arrived at a proposition for your lady. We think that we can arrange an exchange of services. Hmm. Is it about the pearl? Yes. And is your muscle required? I just like uh, tagging along for exercise. You don't go anywhere without your garden, likewise. Well, I suppose what I mean, sir, is is your muscle required for the negotiations inside of this domain? No, I suppose not. He's content to wait if he asks that with a raised eyebrow. Uh, Garen would shrug and say, I'm going to stand around for the scintillating conversation with these boys here. Splendid. Uh, the slide closes and the door opens. Uh, and the manservant sort of steps to the side and holds the door open for L. L walks inside. Right, again, like the time before, you're sort of bombarded by the sweet and spicy smells of incense as you walk inside the palanquin. And uh, the manservant closes the door behind you um, and stands in front of it, facing Deheron. Uh, before you, again, inside the palanquin, is a rather lavish sort of setup of uh, pleasantries, from bed to pillows to uh, incense and just all manner of pleasant things, despite being in the middle of fucking where you are. Right. Um, and there, on the opposite side of the palanquin of your entry is a large container, almost like like the size of a hot tub, if you were to imagine, um, although it is made out of a very thick, uh, translucent glass. Right. Uh, and laying about, you know, about breast deep, sort of hanging on over the side of the container, is the Triton woman, who was clearly um, 
just grooming herself after a fashion as she sort of like sets down a brush. Mm. She looks to you and says, so I understand you're finally come to your senses on what it is you'll require for getting me my pearl back. I do. And, um, well, uh, yes, I seek to, I seek to, I seek to put this delicately. Uh, I don't know the customs of your people, and so I don't know if I am to offend. But we realize that due to the nature of our mission of the monastery, we have need of certain materials. Uh, there's an arcane spell to be cast. It's all very um, arcane. One of those materials you are able to provide for us, and we would happily exchange our help in acquiring your pearl or that material. As as you say, sort of go through what you just said, your yeah. first little uh, mention of arcane, she sort of like flicks one of her hands up, and at the tip of each of her webbed fingers, um, a moat of earth sort of suspended in the air and rolling around like a marble. Uh a tiny little visible gust of wind, uh, uh, a globe of water, and a small ember appear her fingers as they kind of dance along her fingertips. Uh, and to when you end, she sort of says, and like clenches her fists, all those little elements vanish. She says, well, I'm quite handy in the things of the arcane, so get to it then. What is it that you require of me? Well, the um, ritual we are to perform requires a small amount of triton scales. Her eyes sort of visibly widen a touch. This woman has always seemed incredibly composed in your interactions with her, and while you do not think for the first time you've caught her off guard, you do definitely notice a difference in how she then sort of holds herself a bit more straight-backed and uh, the playful wrist movements have dissipated, and she sort of looks at you a bit more intently. And uh, she goes, I find this acceptable on two conditions. One, you get me the pearl that I desire. And two, I will only give you the scales after and in exchange, direct exchange, you will have to give me a single hair from your head. L is gonna think about that. Uh, about the first portion. That's a challenge because he's not saying this out loud. Okay. He's thinking this out. Uh, that's a challenge because if we go around stealing pearls, we probably won't be in like much position to ask for access to crystal, which is sort of the backwards direction from how we need these things. Right. Um, and also that's super spooky. She can probably kill me with my hair or something. But do you voice any of this to her? He looks obviously uncomfortable and says, I don't see why you would need a piece of my hair. Well, you're taking a piece of me. The least I can do is have a piece of you. 
I promise you my purposes for your hair are far less arcanely powered than whatever bombastic ritual you plan for one of the crystals of this gu- of this planet. This is true, but you know to what end we are to be putting your scales. I'm not so inclined to hand the magician a piece of myself. Well, I suppose that's understandable. You're clearly somewhat educated in what that could entail. But if it is required, I won't tell you exactly what its purpose is, but I will swear to you on the honor of my blood and entirety of Coral Shell, where I am from, and my family name, that no harm will come to you or any of your blood while I have that hair. Well, I suppose that's as much reassurance as I'm in the position to ask. So, fine. Those two caveats can be arranged. Wonderful. A deal is struck then. And so she sort of grabs like a handful of water and drops it in front of her hand. And it like stays in the air. She sort of sticks her arm up to her elbow, as it were, through that hole, and a sort of portal of water appears in front of you, to which her hand extends from it. Hmm. Do you take her hand? Oh, that's what's... Oh, it's... A, oh. He, uh... she, she's trying to shake your hand from across the room. I see. <laughs> he spits in his palm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just shakes her hand. All right. Hell yeah, you learned the ways, old boy. She returns her hand uh, through the portal and back to herself and says, Very well, then. I expect for all of the things that I have asked to occur, as you will have what it is you have requested. Now, before I let you leave my presence, acquiring the scales for myself without it being terribly painful uh, requires a bit of prep. I would like to know if you need those scales for a specific part of my body, and if you are lewd, even the smallest amount, I will have you exiled from this place and never look at me again. I... No, that's... Why is everyone on my... Look. Because as far as I know, we don't need them for a particular place. No. Any... Any Triton scales will do. Take Very... your preference. Very well. I will take them from somewhere I can spare. Much appreciated. Well then, unless there's any other business that you have for me, I have none for you. He bows his way out of the palanquin. Uh, and she sort of bows in turn. Like, she's not she's not catty, she's just proper. Perhaps mm-hmm. overly so. And uh, the manservant closes the palanquin and steps inside as he does so. Um... Eld reads Kaharan. Well, that was ghoulish. Everyone is muted except for you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garen would ask him how it went. Well, and then, um, mixed bag, actually, but let's go talk about it with the rest. 
Sounds good. Later, fellas. Thanks for the card game. Eat say. To the unmoving golems. L looks for cards for a hot second, <laughs> and then it's like. <laughs> anyway, so you two meet up back with the rest of your party. So, uh, you get your filet of fish? Ha! And sort of. There will be an exchange. Uh, I didn't manage to sweet talk her out of her own flesh. That's what you're asking. Uh, she has agreed to trade us pearl for scales. There's two wrinkles. Uh, first is that I will be giving her a piece of my own hair, which causes me no small amount of disconcern, but that's not for you to worry about. And the second, which is for you to worry about, that we need to trade the pearl for the scales, which is rather the oh, opposite order of what would be easy. As in, before we get them, we have to give her the pearl. Exactly. <clears throat> well, uh, not really fancy fighting my way through a bunch of monks after we steal from them. Did you agree to these terms, old boy? I... Did? <laughs> D-I-D question mark? Marvelous. Oh, well. Jeff. Sorry. It's lovely. What is I'm that? Trying. Okay. I mean, at this point, I'm just legitimately curious as to what that is. It's like a... It was all the way across the room. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway. So you sorry. know like that that like 17 times when I ask if everyone's ready for session? One of those, <laughs> uh, although I'm never specific as to which one of those 17 times I ask if we're all ready, one of them at least is for, do you have any alarm set? It was a, it was a phone uh, that was charging. Okay. I'm just taking the piss. It's fine. Since this is about to become relevant, in eight minutes, my alarm is going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> but I am looking at it. That's perfect. All right. We are, uh, Good to know. Listeners, mark your watches. Yeah. If it's different, you know we change the time. Right. <laughs> if you don't hear it, either, either L was on Shadow point with, that, with, with the mute or I edited it. Yep. Shadow edits. Anyway, so, uh, well, that's going to be kind of difficult, old boy. I mean, we got to get in. Then we got to try to con these uh, monks into giving us what we need. Then we got to give it to this lady who we really don't know anything about that maybe she'll give us, you know, her scale. And then you got to give her a piece of hair where she could turn against you and make you evil scaly L. I don't know. Uh... And then we gotta go get the, the, the crystal. Yes. Or before we arrive, one of us could sneak in, grab the orb, make the exchange, and then we show up in procession, having nothing to do with the orb being stolen. Uh, That's an idea. Yeah. You're gonna do the stealing, right? I mean, sure. I mean, I don't, not, I'm, I'm not. I don't stealth very well. I'm not sneaky. Just so happens I'm I not might be really able to. comfortable. Oh heck yeah, oh boy! Well then, 
Um, uh, Boomer's gonna like lean back to look into the into the the cart. Is Dobon still in there meditating? Uh, yes. Hey, Dobon. Uh, how much longer till we get to this here uh this monastery? He uh sort of rises up and sort of cracks his back and neck and steps outside and almost seems to like like grab the air and smell it and goes I imagine we will be there well if we put the oxen hard we will be there tomorrow sunrise mm, no it's not much time to come up with a well, we don't have to, to put it to these oxen. We can take our time. Oh, well, then two days. I, might I suggest we take our time a little bit and um, get close around nightfall tomorrow, and then um, maybe I can go and find an orb for us. A pearl. Whatever. Not whatever. If you grab an orb and not a pearl... You come back with an orb. We're gonna be in some deep shit, bud. <laughs> well, we'll get some, we'll get specifics on whatever I'm looking for when we get there. Or now, what uh, am I looking for? Or, or a pearl? It's a giant pearl. It is apparently just a giant pearl. How giant? I'm trying to sneak in and out of this place. Uh, if there are more than one, if there's more than one giant pearl, one well, shit, grab all of them. Yeah, but how giant? I can't throw this thing on my shoulder necessarily and, you know, man with the earth on his back, waddle it out sneakily. She, she did call it an orb, so I presume it's carryable? You That's know, fair. This was so I was right. it's an orb. I could go inquire. Yeah. If we can find out what we're looking for, that would help or us Or maybe she could come outside and just let us know. Instead of this back and forth between statues over there and then getting in the cart and then coming back out and trying to talk to the statues and then not talking back and then having another question and then going back out. She'd come in here for once. Maybe the monks will just pray for it. Yeah, right. Well, They're monks. So give them your idea. I don't know what that means. What if we get the monks drunk on gear crank? (laughs) Oh shit, that's a great idea. And do the same night. What about that? Garen says, sitting up excited. <laughs> like he just okay, cracked so his I'm... case wide open. <laughs> of course, gear crank. So, so monks drunk, steal or get to crystal, and then get out before uh, anybody wakes up. Can I quickly make drink a, Can I quickly make? A pair of sunglasses for Gaharan, so he, when he can say a pun and then put the sunglasses on. Yeah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quickly? No. <laughs> also, um, no. I'm not going to let sunglasses exist. <laughs> sunglasses are not canon. It's okay, I get it. They're tented reading glasses. You know what? You want to make a tented visor, you go the fuck ahead. Oh, you could be like Cyclops. <laughs> Anyways, not the point. We're, we're going off call me the scales of justice. All right. I'll uh, start making gear crank. We'll go in. I don't know. How long will it take me to make enough gear crank to get all these people fucked up? We don't know how many people are there. Yeah. Facts. Also, so if we 
Um, let's let's think that plan through a little farther. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I didn't know where we were going with this plan. It's not so much a plan so much as a framework. Do, do like you guys want to be traveling while you discuss this? Yeah, yeah we're, yes. we're traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting closer yeah. going for this. Yeah. So, so step one, get monk strong. Step two, steel orb. Step three, step four, crystal profit. Sure. sure. Listen, <laughs> if we show up there and just present our faces and say, hi, we're here for the crystal, that means that we can't try and sneak it beforehand and steal it, which I thought was still a pretty good plan. So we need to decide if we're going to walk in in diplomacy or <coughs> drunk or, or can, trade or whatever. We could keep Valen outside. Oh, no, he needs to come inside at some point. So he doesn't It'll, like, freeze Or you could go in and let me in. Look, no matter how many people we do or do not let in, if somebody shows up and says, hi, I'm here to trade for your pearl – and then it goes missing at night, things will well, see, that's be the thing. pretty obvious. We, we don't tell them that we want the pearl. We just Maybe show we up don't and we talk the about night. the crystal. But we're but new people we, there, and then it goes missing. So we're the private Yeah, suspects. that's true. Yeah, so that, that's true. Why don't we just steal it before we ever even get there? Guys, look, it's not us. When they ask where the hell the pearl went, we just point to the golems. We got our crystal blessed. We're, we're doing our mission. We're saving the world. And the thief's a thief. And you know, we could maybe just ask. I don't know. I'm also fine with just asking. But if they say no, where well, then we get then we get attacked by forty monks. Right. That's true. That's safe. Or we could. Ah, oh, Jesus. Um, are there any other fish people around that we could do deals with? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're in the mountains. In the mountains, in the Arctic. Eight minutes. Yeah. No edits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, maybe, wait, maybe it's back. a monastery full of fish people. Everybody tell this guy his ideas are dumb. I'll be back. <laughs> Whatever, y'all come up with the ideas. I'm going to start figuring out how not to die in the cold. Well, we've got three on the table. We ask them nicely. That's a bad idea. We get them drunk and then steal it and obviously make ourselves to be the thieves. Then ask them if we can see the crystal. That's a bad idea. Or we could just steal it. Addendum to the second idea. What if we beat ourselves up so it looks like they mugged us? And stole the pearl, and we tried to defend it. <sighs> Honestly, it wouldn't be the first time that I've shot you. So. Yeah, Garrett. Garrett's not saying this entirely just to piss off the drow, but the raised finger in the air while he's talking is definitely coming off that way. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here's one thing. We'll stop a couple hours outside of the monastery. Uh, we'll take camp. Uh, Valen, you and, I don't know, whoever you want to take along, if not just yourself, sneak up, get in there, take what you need. I'll give you my bag of holding. You can put it on you, put it in there, make your way out. Well, that's we'll not show. a bad idea. But it's also kind of suspicious that, you know, this thing gets stolen and then we show up out of nowhere. But... 
we could always give it a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe those cold. Maybe they'll send us on a quest to find it. Do we know anything about these monks? Like, I don't know. You guys have not been told anything about these monks, but you have also not asked very much about them either. Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing where I look back and be like, Doban, are these people friendly? Are they? Would they be willing to trade for this thing before we go steal from them? I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. That's the plan we got right now. Are any of them Triton? Garen would ask helpfully. Uh, Doban, sort of thinking thoroughly about how to answer the multi-layered first question, and then slightly confused at the second very simple question, uh, <laughs> <laughs> looks to Garen and goes. I do not believe that there are any of the Triton people amongst the monastery's population. Uh, however, Mr. Uh, Boomer, your question, uh, what was it again? Oh, yeah. They have this pearl thing that we don't need, but the lady with the scales needs, and we need her scales. Uh, do you think they'd be willing to trade for this item? Uh, do you know of anything of importance that they might want that we might be able to get them for said pearl? Or are they just going to be hard-nosed about it and be like, no, we're not trading nothing? Well, I do not know of any pearl of power that they might have. So should they possess some large pearl from the ocean... It would. I can't imagine it would have much value to them. Uh, however, I would point out that there are, well, the the monastery, the way the the, pe- the the people that guard the crystal have guarded it ever since it fell there nearly a hundred years ago. They are known as the Way of the Clawed Fist. And they are... Oh, shit. Alright. And they are generally people... That sounds super tough. They're generally people of the wild. So, so barter would do better than gold. Alright. Maybe they would trade for most of the flesh of a Remoras, he says. No, but that's... That's to keep us from freezing to death. So maybe no. I'm thinking twice about walking into a place full of people called Claude Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You could uh, die. They can we, can we, yeah. Question. Can we look at the pearl? And then Valen makes that his pact weapon. And summons the pearl from the distance. It takes a long time to do I was going to say, it takes more hour. than an hour to do that. You, you really want to look at the pearl. And uh, obviously meditate over it and watch it phase it exa- out of existence right. while I'm making my pack weapon. Right. I didn't say it was foolproof. Uh, why don't we just ask for it? I mean, we've got stuff. They have stuff. It's better than trying to go up against people who are called the Clawed Fist. Uh, I might not know anything about you know monasteries or monks or anything of that nature, but I knew do know that the sound of Clawed Fist is not a good sound. <laughs> they're gonna do everything. They're gonna do the thing that monks always do, and they're they're gonna they're gonna make us fist fight for it, and we're gonna lose because they're they're clawed fist monks. 
I love how like set on the fucking name of this these monks you guys are. It's pretty great. Um, well, it's it's throwing a serious hitch into the plan right now. <laughs> uh, can I ask a, well, just a mechanics question about the fighter class? Sure. With that, uh, he has proficiency in all martial weapons, but not unarmed combat, right? Correct. Okay. Well, I guess no. You you are proficient in your fists. Um. I have to double check on what the clarification in terms of like what classes are and what classes aren't, but I'm pretty sure that the difference between monks and uh, everyone else is um, monks fit uh, unarmed attacks do one d four plus their stat, whether that's dex or strength or whatever they prefer, whereas I think everyone else does just one plus strength. Okay, that's fair. Alright. So Garen would... Alright, yeah. Garen would say, I'm fine with trading for them. It's got to be hard to get supplies out here. Why don't we make every ounce of booze that we can? Maybe some nice trinkets. Yep, and, I'll, start, uh, I'll start working on that. I'll make different kinds of booze. Maybe I can make some sort of healing ointments. I don't know. Something. I'll figure something out. And Boomer's nice gonna go off and start with his start with his brewer's kit, um, and then can I? Ma- it takes eight hours, but I'm going to make a. Um, shit. Uh, it's part of the uh, the gnomes thing, uh, a fire starter. Okay. Basically, a little a little lighter. Yeah. Maybe I can trade that to them as well, make it easier for them. All Just right. something that they probably haven't seen. Yeah. But Garen would let him know that he does have a blacksmith's kit back there if there's anything he needs to use. Alright, thanks, bud. I appreciate it. And then Boomer's just going to go off and do start making alcohol and for a couple hours, like, get that started, let that start fermenting, and then start working on the fire starter. Okay. So, this goes on for the whole day. You guys kind of starting to get a plan together. Um, who's driving? That's Garen, right? Yeah, still Garen. Yeah. Um, what's your passive perception? Uh, I think it's like 12. Let me check. I imagine everyone else is pretty distracted with their goings on for the day. That's a passive 12. Elk kind of doesn't have anything to do. Okay. What's your passive perception? It's a 22. Passive. What? What? Your passive perception is 22? Yes, it is. You have plus 12 to perception. Yes, I do. No, I have plus 7 to perception and the observancy. All right. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, someone made the most out of their level 4. I figure somebody should be perceptive. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Karen oh, just drives what? into a Ramorez. Where do you get right. the... Uh, yeah. No, fuck it. I'm legit curious. Where do you get the plus 7? Uh, three wisdom, and then I have a bardic thing that gives me double my proficiency bonus to any skill, to two skills of my choice, one of them is perception. All right. Wow. All right. That's fucking great. <laughs> That's bonkers. Uh, okay, so while no one else notices anything different, um, L, you notice that there seems to be a family of mountain goats that are almost following you up the mountain. 
adorable. Um, L points this out to our guide. Okay, Doban. Yeah. Is that normal for goats? He looks to the goats and looks back to you and says, Well, goats do often try to find shelter higher up, away from prey. However, any um, sort of... So I mentioned, I, I described Doban before as having, like, one of his horns is full size, but the other one is, like, stumped, like it's been cut in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reaches up and almost like as if he's grabbing to where his horn should be, and he makes, like, a breaking motion, like he's breaking off a horn that he doesn't have. And in his hand then appears a sort of, uh, like, heraldry horn made out of light. And he pulls it to his lips and blows. And a powerful gust of magic shoots forward. Um, and when it hits the, the goat family, the, the magic hiding their appearance poofs. And three humanoids are standing on the rocks where one where before were three mountain goats. Oh. I guess that isn't normal goat behavior. Uh, well shit. Doban looks back to you and says, Well it is normal goat behavior. But those aren't goats. Look how it's doing a bit. I mean sure. Um and uh the the three humanoids that are standing there before you look like uh look like this. Oh hell I don't know that. What is that? Okay. It's, uh, well, if you don't know, you don't fucking know. Pointy stuff. Yeah, they are... Uh, how, how best to describe these characters? So, they... Uh, they look, they're, they're slightly taller than your average humanoid. Uh, or rather, than your average human. So, like, somewhere between, like, the mid-six-foot range. Um, are generally quite hardy. And probably rather a little on the stout side, especially considering the part of the world that they live in. Um, and are all and all three of them are wearing like long uh, white like overcoats that are made out of goat fur. Um, and uh, and and all three of them seem very surprised that they've been discovered. Uh, and they are all sort of like they turn to you all and sort of bow in apology and one of them in common shouts but his voice is not very loud would you have us approach <clears throat> uh, Karen obviously stops the car sure what the hell's going on here Valen will yell the three of the the men or humanoids from this distance sort of Leap, like, bear in mind, they were keeping a rather sizable berth uh, to the, the, the caravan. Um, but they leap from stone to stone peak uh, and stone ridge to snow-capped uh, ice and uh, with, with the grace that they were displaying as mountain goats. Um, in some cases, leaping, you know, almost 10 feet at a time. Um, and so no time at all, they find themselves, um, pretty much right at the, the, the base of your, 
your caravan. Uh, before they approach, Garen would turn to, I guess, Boomer and say, please don't tell me these are the guys we're going to steal from. Man, I don't know. Say, monks. <laughs> I hope not. They're kind of tough looking. <laughs> so, uh. Clawed. Fist. Yeah, not goat jump. So, <laughs> so the, 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 the three uh, humanoids, um, you can tell this now that they're much closer. Um, one of them is very visibly much more female in her shape, um, but all three nice. of them are, you know, that same race by, by the look of their face. Um, On a scale of one to ten, how cute is she? Uh, let me get a yeah, what's her charisma? That's not, you can't tell someone's charisma just by looking at them, you fucking pig. She roll a double D for charisma. She's like a seven, six out of ten. All right. Like, like she's like oh, rugged. Hey. She's like rugged cute. We've been on the road oh. for a while. That's heck yeah, rugged cute. That's what I'm about. You're about <laughs> going on dates and killing people. Right. I'm smitten. Uh, I have the vapors. The the three of them sort of as they approach you, uh, your your group as you guys probably have at this point collectively turned your attention to this, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, they uh, sort of bow their heads and go and again, sort of, though the one who had spoke before steps forward, he is the tallest of the three, although his voice, as I mentioned before, is actually quite soft. Uh, and he says, our masters will be deeply offended at our miscalculation of your prowess, we apologize for any deceit you may have think or thought of us. We are three acolytes of the way of the clawed fist, and, well, we are, what would you say, uh, scouts of the monastery. Ah, I see... Probably really good. Uh, you notice the the girl's sort of long ear like flick as you whisper that. <laughs> and Val Val just like underhanded points, just like just a little finger towards towards the flick in ear, like like, like a little twitchy finger, like for attraction and point. Mm-hmm. Because you're, because your passive perception is twenty two, and why the hell not? No, that's right. L, not me. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Garen would shout out uh, relatively uncharacteristically and, and, and say, hello there. Uh, no offense is taken. I can understand the need for an advanced scouting party. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance, uh, fine folk. They, again, bow before the tallest one speaks again. It will be some great shame to tell our masters that we were found while reconnaissing, but we were not expecting another crew of company so soon we had just recently supplied you see uh and to that the shorter more uh the shorter but still male compatriot like very very clearly like jabs him in the ribs like why would you say that um and he sort of says oh uh we just had company at the monastery you see and we're not expecting any so when we saw your two structures cl climb up the mountain 
we were sent to, well, make sure you had no nefarious purpose. Um, were, were your previous guests nefarious? Uh, no, they were expected. Uh, and, well, I wouldn't say honored guests, but uh, expected. Uh, well, um, we are here on a mission to see the crystal. An important mission. Uh, to which the two, um, shorter of the three sort of, like, perk up and, and, like, look up to the taller guy. Like, shit, they said the word crystal. What does that mean? Like, what are we supposed to do? Uh, mm -hmm. they sort of clearly, um, cut off. And he goes, uh, oh, well, are you pilgrims? That we, we do sometimes have pilgrims come by to see the crystal. Uh, to which, of course, you'd be uh, welcome to do so. Oh, we're pilgrims of sorts. Um, kind of pilgrims. We're, we're, we're on a enough. pilgrimage to bless the crystals and protect them from any dangerous outside forces. We're on a mission from... Uh, God, I can never remember this guy's name. I really should write it down. Yes. You should definitely write down your boss's we are on name. A, we are on a mission from Maul Doran, uh, Maul the, ancient, the ancient dragon, uh, who seeks to protect these crystals. Um, we've already blessed the fire crystal, and we're here to bless the wind crystal as well. Uh, it is our mission to make sure that these things are protected and can come to no further harm for... However, this magic lasts hopefully centuries, hopefully longer. Uh, we would appreciate your help in all matters uh, in this. And, uh, you know, we, we, that's about it. We mean you guys no harm. We just want to come here, do our job, maybe have a little party, get out. Uh, to which they seem uh, mixedly confused, inspired, and uh, intrigued by that flash series of statements. Um. And it's about this point that Doban sort of steps from the back of your carriage. Um, and they, as he approaches, the one of them looks over and with sort of like a wide smile, goes, Oh, uh, Master Doban, uh, what are you doing out of the monastery? Uh, to, Whoa. To, <laughs> Yeah. Whoa! No! 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 <laughs> it's a good thing we landed on trading, boys. Yeah, Dobon. Yeah. What are you but doing out of the monastery? Other stuff. <laughs> it's human nature to bounce around other things. It's what you land on that's important. Oh my god, I'm so happy for this moment. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, neutral good. <laughs> This is this is one of those moments that I really wanted to have in person, but that's fine. Uh, just to look around the table and see all of you guys like look at each other like, oh shit! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What? Go find his What? Uh, for the listeners, half of the party just turned their webcam cams on to give me kind of like the oh fuck face, like. You got caught with your dick in the pie face. Mm -mm. Hashtag mm -mm. 90s kids reference M. Right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so Boomer's going to turn and be like, yeah, Master Dobon, what are you doing out of the monastery? He, he sort of... Trying to, like, throw, throw him off. <laughs> right. He, he sort of waves his hand at the group of you with a sort of a smile and, and says, Master is no title for which you know me by. My name is enough. And he looks to the, the three before him and says, You all performed admirably. However, it seems that one of us has a pair of incredibly keen eyes. I noticed you all. I am not disappointed. You will do right, however, and repentance for being caught by leading us directly to the doors for which you will open for us. Uh, And it's that last part where the three go, oh, fuck. Like, collectively, (laughs) like, just slump a little. Um, and so the three of them, uh, step forward and, uh, want, and, and, um, sort of begin to unhinge your oxen. Uh, oh, what, what are you guys uh, doing? Uh, what, what, Doban, are they about to pull that cart? He just smiles and walks back to the cap, the, the, the back of the wagon. Seems cruel and unusual. Aaron pipes yeah, up, do I, I still feel good about this? Seems like we're saving our oxen. Yeah. I mean, I did I did make a bridle for a humanoid, uh, if it comes down to it. We'll slap it on. Uh, so, the, the one of them, uh, two, the two of them, um, the, the two males of the three, uh, on t- like, take the, the harnesses off of the oxen, and then through, like, a, a, like a severe moment of concentration, transform into oxen. Oh no! <laughs> I'm they're really glad we landed on trading with these boys. Uh, yeah. Why trade when their master has been sitting in our cart this entire time? We could just ask him. Well, it means he's going to drive a hard bargain, or I don't know. Maybe he will just be cool with handing up the pearls so that we can cast their spell. Fallon stifles a vomit at the transformation. Um, Is there lots of crunching sounds involved with the transformation? No, it's, it's it's like wild shape from a druid. It's it's very smooth and yep. doesn't look like anamorphs. Oh, I was about to say anamorphs. I'm actually just disappointed now. <laughs> I've always imagined druid's shape being really gross. Huh. Alex yeah, Jones turning into a frog, <laughs> like snapping and cracking. <laughs> And wet flesh sounds. <laughs> no, this is not fucking uh, an American werewolf in London. Hey, don't hate that movie. Was classic. No, it's a it's a fantastic film for what it is, but that scene is fucking mega gross. It's super bad good. Yeah, it's the best bad good. Anyway, Garen's yeah. gonna walk instead of uh, holding the reins on these poor boys. Uh, and then the 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 female of the three is going to simply tie rope uh, to the oxen and lead them by hand. Oh, okay. Uh, Boomer's going to go in the back and be like, so, you're the, uh, so, Doban, and be like, you're the uh, master of this here monastery. You pulled a fast one on us. Huh? That's pretty good. He again smiles a touch and says, I am not the only master of the monastery. Yeah, um, but you're one of them. 
is there any possible way you knew about this here pearl we've been speaking about? Well, who who is it that you that you thought turned the Triton woman from our gates initially? Oh, so she's been here before. Oh yes, she came for the pearl before, and I knew that it was not yet her time to be here, so I turned her from our doorway, but knew that since she was here, it was in fact time for me to come off of the mountain and meet with you all. Oh, so you're planning, so maybe we can get that pearl and give it to her, maybe it is her time? I promise you that my my fellow masters of the monastery will not want to part with it for free. However, I do not think it will cost you as much as you are wagering. Uh, I got this cool fire starter, and he, like, flicks it. Oh, do not worry. It is not me that you need to impress. Oh, okay. Well, then he flicks it. It's in, like, the shape of a dragon's head. Sure. Of course it would be. Yeah, it's super cool. Or Boomer's mouth, like he's burping up. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Boomer's face, and he... Like, so it's like a, it's like a Pez dispenser, but the Pez head is your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, quick question: Did we ever fix uh, L's gimpy hand? What? Sorry, L, you had a gimpy yeah. hand, right? Oh, my, my, yeah. At the very start of the adventure, yeah, the strong hand. So it's like the thing. first thing. Uh, yeah, we fixed right, it with the, the snake lady. lady. I, yeah. I couldn't remember it's if we bargained with the snake lady or actually got like, seduced. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, Sorry, that'll become relevant to Garen later. Valen's head will pop into the uh, the cart right behind Boomer as he's talking to uh, Doban and say, and we absolutely were going to steal it. And then he, his, his head just disappears. And then Garen's would out. appear and say, yeah, sorry, we even considered the possibility. And then it too would disappear. Uh, you Val, all can... Valen's head pops back. We, we weren't even considering it. <laughs> <laughs> then Garen's appears and says, just mulling over our options. He, he sort of... <laughs> For the first time, um, you've seen definitely some different emotions in Doban and your experience with him. Uh, and, but this is the first time he like throws his head back and laughs so loudly that you're not sure if it's magic or not, but the, the, the snow shudders around you. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, he sort of s- stands up and leaves the, the, the cabin to walk alongside uh, Valendes. Valendes, what's your passive perception? It's a 12. You don't hear or see him until he walks up next to you. <laughs> Valen will visibly just shudder and recoil from his presence. He, uh, into his you, you attempt to, but you're quite sturdy because his surprisingly heavy arm is around your shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> Made a cuddle, buddy. And he 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 non non threateningly says non threateningly says you would have realized that the western watchtower was the lowest and easiest point to gain entrance. I saw you climb that wall very easily. You're quite capable. Probably not the first time you've done this. But after scaling and climbing down the wall on the other side, you would have made a grievous error in thinking that the north side along the main palace grounds would be your safest bet from all the commotion coming from the south side. You'd go along the back and accidentally bump into one of the Grand Masters, one of the Masters who are less kind. He would have broken three of your bones before you cried, three more of your bones before he stopped, 
and three more of them before I arrived to keep him from killing you. I, I, I guess I, I guess I lived, though. Oh Valen yes. Says with a noticeable quiver in his voice. Um, is Garen within earshot of this conversation? Is it a quiet conversation? Uh, potentially. I mean, what's your passive? Because oh, it's like a twelve. Okay, probably not. Like you might hear a conversation, but you're not hearing the words. All right. All right. Never mind then. Okay. Because it's it's like he's not like yelling or speaking loudly. He's just kind of like how I am, like my 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 volume. And you're at the front of the cart where this is like near the back of it, I imagine. All right. This is very father son scoldy. <laughs> this is very. I heard you guys talking about breaking into the monastery for which I am one of the elders of. I know exactly what was going to happen, and there might be more to that scenario as to why I know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, glad we didn't break in then. Yeah. Better treatment than the Bobby Yaga. Yeah, I thought I was losing more memories on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with a concussion. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he, he takes his arm off your shoulder and uh, not sure if it's just emotionally you feel a weight off your chest or if you literally feel a weight off your chest uh, as he climbs back into the moving cart. Val will kind of just like do a little shoulder motion just to shake off the hickeys and uh, make his way towards the, uh, the front of the, the party. Just keep marching along, trying to almost forget that a nice little visual that got slapped into his head about his possible future. <laughs> right, of getting nine of your bones broken in quick succession. Yeah, nine nondescript bones. Right. <laughs> Nondescript is what makes it important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary, meanwhile, would be walking next to the transformed oxen and say, So, oxen, huh? Neat. <laughs> There's an audible... <laughs> <laughs> he'd shoot him a very boomer-esque finger gun because he really likes boomer sure <laughs> boomer will hear this and be like I love you too sorry for shooting you a couple days ago anyway uh, and then continue to work on his booze alright <laughs> bless you oh my excuse me bless you his Careful avalanches. Uh, yeah, the sneeze of God comes through, and we all die of an avalanche. Anyways, right. There's uh, only one way through, one. though I'd rather use it. <laughs> so, uh, it, the oxen, and by the oxen I mean the neophytes of the way of the clawed fist, are either stronger than actual oxen or just more enduring, uh, because it's nearly sunset, and you guys can see the monastery. Nice. Cool. Uh, What's it look like? Um, I had it in my mind, but uh, do you guys remember in... Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, God. Someone's probably going to beat me to the punch on this one as I start to describe it. Um, it's like Cloud Something Temple. It's the where the blades of uh, Cyrodiil... Cloud Ruler Temple? Yeah. Cloud, it looks very much like Cloud Ruler Temple from the outside. Copy. Um, All right, very, I can deal with that visual. Very traditional high walls, um, very um, 
what is it when referring to like the I guess the east, like the far east in in look, almost Mongolian, I would say, more like Mongolian architecture. Okay. Uh, so so strong, tall walls, large and long stairway that leads to a pair of huge redwood doors. Uh, and when I say huge, I mean like like Dull Moran could walk through them. All right. All right. I said Dull Moran, Mul Doran. Garen would look up at the redwood admiringly. So you boys uh, don't spare on the entrance, do you? Well, it is a door grand and great enough for the owner of the monastery to come through. Uh, Garen would pause for a second and then look back and say, it's not a nice giant, is it? No, it is a great and ancient dragon. Whom you've met. Okay. Our boy Maldoran. Uh, Doban. Karen, uh, Karen would, would kind of give like a thumbs up at that and just say kind of had like a bad visual that we were going to meet the polar opposite of our friend down in the desert. Right. Literally polar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're tickled by that one. <laughs> so. Spe- speaking of, yeah. speaking of your counterpart down in the desert, um, our, our friend Mus, uh, who serves the, the fire crystal, he had a friend with him, um, a, a man named Somi Beat. Um, do you happen to have a uh, extra strong companion? He looks to you and sort of gestures to the monastery and says, I have many strong companions. He's got a whole cloister full of them, man. I suppose <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I miss Somi B. Yeah, dude, Somi B was dope. <laughs> like that was in character too. Alan misses Somi B. That dude was dope. Yeah, super yeah, yeah. That dude made Garen shrivel cool. on the inside. Yeah, that guy was super cool. Pretty Somi B's bag. Hashtag. 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 <laughs> well, you thought you were a big boy rolling seventeen strength. Well, let me just pick up this gold statue. Yeah. Hashtag. Stop we want some more. With hashtag some more Somi B. Yeah. Hashtag verifies Somi Beat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag at the end of this adventure, we should go back to the desert. <laughs> just hang. Just hang out with Somi Beat. Do backward hand things. Yeah. Forget the crystals. Hashtag just backward hand things. Right. Hashtag. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ultimate um. pimp slap. <laughs> The back, the the almighty unwritten backhand that's actually a front hand. Yeah, that's that's next level pimp strats. Roll d twenty. <laughs> anyway, backhand with strength of front hand. Never expected. So, <laughs> no oh one God, I'm in tears. <laughs> this session is just tangents. No, it's fine. I, what I love the most is that like you guys were super on guard about Somi Beat at first, and then we're like, oh yeah, I thought he was like a evil golem thing. Yeah. Well, he might still be legit evil, but it's okay because he's the bro of all bros. Yeah, right. he's super cool. <laughs> I'm just saying that because he saved us from a horrifying fire thing. 
Well, yeah, yeah I that, enjoy. He gets a card. I yes. like light. He's the one that needs to have sunglasses. And also, oh, yeah. he, he he either a really owes Mus a favor, or b is actually kind of a cool guy for Mus this like old, withered, pale centaur to be like, yeah, I'm okay with this fucking brute of a man standing next to me at all times. Mm. Who physically could obviously break my neck at any moment, but I'm I'm completely comfortable with his presence. Like there's a there's a dichotomy there. Dope is there a ma- desert wizard? Ugh. Is there a mail service? Like a mail service in uh in Yalzar? Uh yeah, Actually, it's, it's through the Adventurers Guild. I have a criminal contact as well, so I can send messages from far and wide if I can meet some shady people and yep. get the message to other shady people. Which I don't know. Maybe we should send him a send him a nice letter. See how he's doing. Just just continue with the campaign as normal, but develop a <laughs> pen pal like relationship with Sobe Beat. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what is his letter gonna say? It can be done. What is it gonna say? Yep, in desert, still hot. Must says hi. <laughs> <laughs> dear Sobe, dear Sobe Beat, it's me, Boomer, your friend. Anyways, we're in the really cold, de- really cold mountains. It kind of sucks, but not as much as the hot desert. Anyways, everybody says hi. Tell us what's up. Love the adventuring camp, the adventuring party. And then miss just you, XOXO. Right. <laughs> miss you. Secret backhand shake. XOXO. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. P.S. P.S. Mus's blood came in handy. Multiple times. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending the letter. <laughs> That's fine. You can send that letter. Anywho, yes, he's gonna have a criminal contact in the monastery. Yeah, no, right. No, you can just send that letter too. No, just, just we gotta be patient. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you guys anyway. actually go from being able to see the monastery in the distance to seeing the braziers on the wall get lit as nightfall approaches and you finally come face to face with this giant redwood door. It's at this point that the, uh, the, the monk or the, 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 the neophyte woman who had probably from your guys perspective had the easy job of not pulling the cart and just leading the oxen. Um, let's the two guys turn back into their regular forms and, uh, Reharness your oxen, and she like cracks her back and like stretches for a good full minute, and then like claps her hands, and then turns into a gorilla, and grabs the gigantic iron wrought rings, and begins to try and pull with all of her might to open the doors. Garen <clears throat> kind of coughs a little bit. Yeah, Val will slap him on the on the tummy and say, "Hey." Go lend her a hand. <laughs> uh, he would kind of flex his hands and to show they're not bending backwards. Is she opening the door successfully on her own? Uh, not yet. Uh, yeah, then Karen would step forward and just ask and, and would offer to help. She uh, hands on looks to you and sort of shakes her head. Uh, and you hear one of the other neophytes say, uh, Master Doban said that this was our repentance. You must let her serve her punishments. Oh, yeah, well, uh, 
far be it for me to interfere with the monastery uh, scholastics. Yep. Uh, a second attempt um, is effort is is fruitless. Um, however, you hear like sort of like stamps her feet down like a, like a gorilla would, and like roars at the door, and then like leaps at the huge iron rot rings with her gorilla arms, and like pulls back with her back and her shoulders and her arms like everything into this. And you hear and you see snow disturbed fall from the wall as the walls begin to creak open and to the point where they're open enough where she puts her hands in to pull the rest of the way. And you hear that very undeniable and audible snap of bone. And uh, some part of her left arm breaks. Karen winces. Uh, but the door is open. And she steps so, to the side, ta- retaking her original form. And you can see it's like somewhere in her elbow and she's like twisting her arm in a way that doesn't look healthy, but then snaps her elbow back into place. Uh, with a with a, with a scream of pain. I, I look back over to Val and Des and be like, and you were planning to steal from these people. <laughs> How dare you, Garrett, uh, looking at the ground. <laughs> well, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> but we didn't. <laughs> I just wanted to get him drunk. Why do y'all gotta be rude boys? Val just walks <laughs> off. And just like starts like trotting into the monastery. <laughs> um... L walks up to the lady and says, I, I know that was your lesson or whatever, whatnot, but do you care for a bit of restorative magic? She sort of gently shakes her head and goes, No, no, the pain is mostly subsided already. Uh, warm water and an evening of rest, and I will be fit as the next day. Thank you. He, like, looks at her arm yeah. from where he's standing. Is it, like, healing? Well, she's wearing, like, you know, hard weather gear, so it's kind of hard to look at, like, her bare skin. Sure. But, uh, but... Okay. Yeah. But she's not, like, bleeding, like... Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he still, like, gives her a look and just walks on with the cart. Uh, and... You know, she walks in behind, and the two guys walk in last and close the doors together, almost effortlessly by comparison. And uh, before you is a procession, almost. Um, Almost as as if, rather, you... A layout that almost looks like you are all the procession. Leading... uh, no longer up any more stairs. You guys have gone up plenty. Uh, but down a stone pathway through a wide open courtyard, along each side of which there is um, more of these, obviously, way of the clawed fist monks who stand on each side with an open palm and a fist inside and their head bowed. And they seem to be in more traditional raiments, unlike the three you've met so far who are in more hard weather gear. Uh, you also notice that the air inside of the monastery walls is substantially more pleasant. Uh, it's almost as if you're not on the top 
or near the top of a frozen mountain. Uh, which is kind of an interesting change of scenery. Uh, there is several, you know, lit brazers for light everywhere. And uh, in the distance, atop of a short but wide staircase leading into the main sort of structure of these grounds uh, is a slew of three uh, people on ornate chairs with a fourth chair that's empty and sitting on a small pedestal upon that set or a small like column on top of that column is a pillow on top of that pillow is a gigantic pearl the size of your head Ugh. Mm. Uh, do you all um, have anything to do or say that you'd like to, other than just walk forward? Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, as, as we're walking in, Valen's looking back and forth at the uh, the monks, and then they get to see the, the, the four big chairs with the three masters, he imagines, and he just slides the panty ring on. Like, trying to be really nondescript about it, uh-huh. even though it's going to change all of his appearance. Just, like, real quietly put it on and straighten up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Garen's just going to, like, walk and give a little hi, how you doing? Howdy. To a, a couple different monks. Um, you, you feel the oxen sort of slow down in your hands. And Doban steps out of the back of the wagon. Uh, and as he is noticed by the monks on the side of the road, they all immediately take to their knee, like to both knees and like no longer clasping their hands in front of them, have them on their knees and looking, you know, bowing down almost, um, almost like prostination, but like they're not bowed down. They're just like the, just like their shoulders are leaned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, as tip, as very like a very honorable meal almost, and uh, to which he says something in a language that you all do not recognize. Uh, however, resonates very. Actually, um, what languages do the most lingual of you speak? Because I might be speaking incorrect here. Draconic. Uh, gnomish, dwarvish, and abyssal. I uh, got under common, elvish, and common. Common, elvish, dwarvish, halfling. Yeah? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, right. So he speaks the language that you none, none of you understand, uh, oh. to which a small slew of monks on one side of the road clear a path and approach the cart. Dilbon looks to the group of you and says, they will take the cart and feed and tend to the oxen. You will have no need for anything on there right now. You will definitely want to join me, however, and meet my strong companions, as he sort of looks to Valandess with a slight grin. Uh, Valen's still trying to, like, shake off the achies from the <laughs> first conversation that they had. So, like, that, Valen's, like, gives him nervous thumbs up and, like, tries to straighten up even further. Just like, nope, nope. Wasn't planning on stealing from you. Definitely wasn't. Right. Ain't never done nothing. Didn't do nothing. Didn't do nothing. So, uh, you all 
sort of how, how do you line up and array yourself uh, behind uh, Doban as he sort of leads you all forward? Um, well, um, Karen's kind of really digging on the uh, warrior-esque vibe, and if nobody um, stepped in front of him, he would follow behind uh, the Yak Man. And uh, Fallon's going to instinctively take cover behind his big friend and line up behind Garen. Yeah, uh, he, he still has, I mean, he's the delicious picture of a, of a typical fighter. His chain mail, you know, <laughs> he didn't change out of anything. He's still wearing, he didn't slip on a ring and try and be fancy. And uh, if they approached and lined up, he would offer a respectful uh, warrior's bow. Well, are you guys like single filing horizontally or vertically behind him? Uh, I, I assume we were single file. filing. Oh. I was going to say like horizontal behind him. So that's not like super weird. You were like a dance so line moving sense. up. All right, yeah. well, Valen's behind him and off to the right. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so you guys walk forward, and as you get to the bottom of the stairs, to uh, look up and meet the fellow masters of the monastery, uh, Doban's, you know, sort of gestures with his hand behind him that you all should stay, and he walks up the stairs to sit upon his chair, um, which is a, a relatively, like, nice redwood ornate chair. Um, however, uh, there seems to be quirks to all of the chairs and all of the people sitting in them, but his, as he sits back into it and like rests his back against the back of the chair, the ornamentation along the crest of the back of the chair sort of fits, uh, a sort of motif that looks like the, the, like the structure behind him looks like it completes his missing horn. Neat. And, uh, he sort of extends, he's, he's sitting on the stage left side. Um, and so he, so he raises his hand to the right and gestures to the other three and says, it is my greatest honor for you all, friends of mine from the road and servants of the crystal to introduce to you my truest companions, the masters of the way of the clawed fist. And as he starts to introduce them, that is when we're going to cut it off and get back to it next time. No. So. God, super dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. Sorry. Anyway, he. Um, thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons, um, the Coalition campaign. I am, as always, have been your dungeon master, Kenny. We have our party of four still. Um, our artificer. Our what? Artificer. Oh, hey, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Our warlock. Uh, don't steal nothing. Have a good night. Our, I almost said barbarian fighter. Uh, hey, boys. It pays to be the good guy. Have a good night. And our bard. Uh, have a good night, you guys. All right. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.